you are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Geeking out across the globe. Hold on to your butts. It's the Geek.io Show. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Hello and welcome to the Geek.io Show, your podcast to playground, episode number 259, recorded Thursday, the 15th of August, 2018. I am your host, CJ. I have wood everywhere. Boop. I am, oops, I am Raul. We has no deal because he has new job and is very, very busy. But I is Rachel. I'm Carrie. I have cake. Mmm, cake. I'm Josh. I bought the cake. Yes, he did. It is not a lie. It's still a lie. And, uh, of course, ladies hey, That cake is from Nukes, damn it. I has trouble. <laughs> Shit. My bad. <laughs> Oh, the trouble with tribbles. Nukes, Nukes cake is legit. Um, but it is our annual Dragon Con prep show, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Woo! Dragon Con is two weeks away. Holy uh, less so than. Less than. We have the one, the only, the man who can make sure that you have every possible good experience that you could ever want at the con, the newbie master himself, Kevin Batchelder. Hello, sir. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Oh, good to be back. Come an annual. Apparently, tradition. we didn't scare you away hard enough last time. <laughs> well, he's <laughs> been back what two, three years? Four years? What four or five? Yeah, it's, yeah, been a few. Ke- Kevin's the one person I can get constantly come back that doesn't, you know, work for me. <laughs> 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 oh man, thank you so much for coming back on. I really appreciate it. Oh, hey, glad to. Anybody's talking Dragon Con, you know, I'm glad to be there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 13 days. Holy crap. Jeez. It doesn't, it doesn't feel that soon. Like, it feels like it still should be three months away. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> it's like, how does Dragon Con sneak up on us every, every year? single year. I don't understand. <laughs> well, you see, it has proficiency in stealth, a very high agility score. <laughs> right. Oh, man. I, I just, I don't understand how, like... Just every year, it's like, oh, yeah. Do, 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 do. Oh, it's my birthday. That's fantastic. Dragon Con. Four weeks away from Dragon Con. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but as is wrote for the last four years, hey, hey, Kevin, I have newbies coming with me this year. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Robot House is coming. Yeah, Carrie and uh, Josh, who were on the show last year with you, uh, they're actually coming this year. Um, so, yeah, we get to uh, scare them off with all of our horrifying stories. And uh, Oh, we actually have a, like, I think almost like con newbie coming with us, too. Oh, has Felix, like, never really done a, a con? No. Oh, I, I don't think, oh boy. I, I, I don't think he's been to one where it's like... Like a real convention. Yeah, a real convention. Where you like, not a, hey, let's go to the you know, local library. They're having a convention or... You know, hey, let's drive here. It's like five minutes away. My yeah. first con was Dragon Con too, so it's fine. 
Actually, my first con was actually Alamo City Comic Con, which was a month before. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> my first con was the very first MetroCon. Aww. Hi, Deathly Mage. What was, uh, what was your first con, Kevin? Uh, the first real one for me uh, was uh, Dragon Con back in 2005. Wow. You haven't been going to Dragon Con for much longer than I have. <laughs> Rachel, we started going in what, 2010? Yeah, because we had a Babu AJ with us. Yeah. No, that, so that would have been 2011 was our first year. Yeah. Josh, when was your first? Was it Ohio Con? I very briefly went to one of the very early Colossal Cons when it was being held at the I think it was a Holiday Inn in Independence. It was not great. <laughs> it has since vastly improved by moving all the way over to Sandusky in a fucking water park. Throw, throwing shade at... Like, like Sandusky's much better. <laughs> Shit. Yes, yes, but there's a difference between having your convention in a small, slightly run-down Holiday Inn in Independence, which is a little too close to Cleveland for comfort, <laughs> to the inside of an indoor water park resort in Sandusky, and the water park passes are included with the convention badge. Okay, so instead of just con crud, you can come home with con pool crabs. Yeah. And... <laughs> uh, Speaking of crabs, um, there's a lot of adult activity that happens at Dragon Con. <laughs> yeah. That was a segue for the ages. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, quick thing. I mean, coming right off the people fly, they drive, all that. Flying Martha line. Marta? Marta. What did I say? Martha! Why did you say that name? <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 the Marta line is like straight shot from the airport. Just make sure you get off at Peachtree and not Decatur, CJ. He's like, you helped. <laughs> well, no, we actually missed our stop, remember? Yes, it was fine. It was fine. Um, Nobody died. So, Kevin, as I, as I want to do every single year, at this point, I should probably just write a script. Um, what are your, like... Top three things for a first-time Dragon Con uh, initiate. Uh, you're talking top three tips, top three things to do. How do you want to go yeah. at it? CJ? <laughs> <laughs> top um, three people to avoid. <laughs> let's do the avoid ones. <laughs> uh, the things that I always tell any of the first-time attendees, especially when it comes to Dragon Con, a couple of things is... Um, Number one, because it's spread out, five hotels, multiple levels of those hotels. Uh, the thing that'll surprise you is you're going to do a massive amount of walking, uh, much more than you might do if you're at a convention center convention or much more than you might think. Uh, I know many of the folks that use the Fitbits and other things that are similar to myself say they end up walking 25, 35 miles over the course of con. So you better make sure you've got yourself some comfy shoes, and that, uh, you know, got plenty of water and that you've got yourself at least in the shape that you can be comfortable doing that much movement because it'll really wear you down by later in con if you're not prepped for that. Yeah, and the great thing is that the Dragon Con actually provides water outside every single panel. Yep. Yeah. 
Yep, that was one of the things, excellent point, is that uh, if you've got a reusable bottle, virtually any room, and even outside many of them, as you pointed out, is going to have, so the water is free. You don't feel like you're going to have to pay 10 bucks a bottle or some crazy number. Um, it'll be readily available, and you're going to need it. I mean, it's just the nature. We're in hot, muggy Atlanta. If you're outside moving between those hotels, it's, it's hot Atlanta. Muggy. Hot Atlanta. So, uh, yeah, just be a bit prepared for, for likely a much more movement that you might tend to think. Uh, for many other traditional cons. You've also got to keep in mind, and all of you that have been know this very well, with 35 plus programming tracks and events running to the wee hours of the morning, there are thousands of choices for what you can do from panels to parties to Q&As with uh, celebrities. So uh, there isn't really a set of, unlike some cons, you know, two or three must-see things. Uh, that depends on the person. You can do so many different things. It just comes down to what you want to do, but also realize that you can't do it all. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have Sophie's choice on uh, many days with four or five things that you would have said, this would have been the highlight of an entire con and they might be running at the same time. So you do have to try not to stress about trying to do too much, you know, build in some downtime for yourself, maybe segment things into a can't miss list and some other things, which are, gee, it'd be nice to get to. And other things are, I'm only going there when I'm tired and it's at the room next to me kind of thing. Um, you'll probably end up getting more out of the con that way if you don't try to overdo it. Yeah, I mean, one great thing is I think it was like my first or second year where I'm like, you know, I'm just going to duck into this panel because I, I need a rest. Mm -hmm. And it turned out like I actually enjoyed it. It was like a comedy script act. Yeah, yep. I, I've stumbled into things that way. That's a great way to just go with the flow. And there's Dragon Con TV as well, right? So like say you're not feeling well and you really need to lie down in your hotel room for a few minutes, you can flip on a panel and watch it while you're, you know, relaxing in the room. Yeah, and that's that's available in all the official hotels and also starting the past couple of years, if you're not, if you're staying at one of the satellite locations or even um, somewhere else, uh, they offer the streaming membership where many of those big name guests and those panels are available, you know, via your tablet or via your computer uh, to either watch, you know, during con or even just to end up watching uh, sometime after you get home. So you don't have to experience it all right there, right then. The streaming pass is a lifesaver because I, I, that's how we got to see my favorite person. Yeah. Yeah. It's how we got to do the parade too, because we did yeah. the parade our very first year there with two very, very small children. And it's a once in a lifetime experience for me. I know for some people, everybody, some people are like, so, so into it. That's great. I am not one of those people. So. <laughs> so the parade I would say would be, if you can make it your first year, do it, but it's really like you, you only want to watch it once. I mean, well, and, yeah, and that comes down to, though, as we talked earlier, it, with so many choices of things to do, if you're a parade person, some people parades aren't, you know, their kind of deal. So, like you said, if you if you think you're going to enjoy con, and as most of us know, once you've gone once, you usually want to go back over and over, um, you wait and see what year it fits in when you actually want to attend it. Maybe you just catch a little bit of on YouTube later on or the streaming side of it. Yeah. Um, it depends. Or like CJ said, if you got some kids or, or something else that make that even more worthwhile, um, just realize it's, you know, that's also exceptionally crowded and people, thousands of people come in from outside of Dragon Con to watch it. So you're going to have, you know, quite a crowd to deal with there too. Yeah. Cause that's not needed in the, that's not a, that you don't need a membership 
to get to the parade. You could just show up. Yeah, the parade goes right down Peachtree. I mean, oh, and be sorry. I'm I'm giving all the I'm giving some advice as well. But uh, know that you cannot cross over while the parade is going on. Yeah. Yep, you got to make sure you're on the side of the street you want to spend some time on. Yeah. <laughs> you would think that would be common sense, but human beings would prove otherwise. Mm. Oh, nope. well. And here's a hint. If you can't get downstairs under the habit, some of the habit trails, you can actually kind of get glimpses of the parade. So if you just walk back and forth between them, because that's how we got to see um, Stanley last year. Yeah. Because we were walking through habit trail, I happened to look down and go, holy crap. There's his car. <laughs> yeah, we accidentally a Stanley last year. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's. But obviously, you can't hang in the habit trails. Never stop in a habit trail. Thank you. The habit trails. Yes. Always be in motion when you're on the habit trails. Keep moving. Never stop. Much like the escalators. Don't stop. Uh, Had that those... issue at Oticon with people just fucking stopping in the hallways. For those who don't know, the habit trails are the suspended. Um, Bridges. platforms between the host hotels well at least the main three the hilton it's between hilton. three of them now hilton Her Her marriott hilton, and, marriott and you know the harriot that that famous hotel. Marriott. um <laughs> what's also good is that it's also connected to peachtree center yes yes you know what my favorite thing about the harriots are what's that host tub man yep <laughs> <laughs> um what else did we have um, Kevin, something I haven't really touched on something. I don't think I've actually talked. Like, what are some of your favorite things to do, like, at the con? Well, for me, I'm a huge fan and do podcasts on genre TV shows. So I tend to end up speaking on 8 to 12 panels for shows every year. So that's usually my go-to thing. And I, I love that involvement and talking with other fans about shows they're passionate about. So I tend to keep a very busy schedule, just the way, you know, the nature of things. So I, I look forward to talking about a lot of the shows that I love. That's, I'll certainly see some guests, but after having gone now for 14 years or so, um, many of them are folks I've seen before. So not that it's not fun to go see them, but most of the time now for me, it's getting to interact with other fans or see friends I only get to see once a year. So yeah. that's what really kind of makes my con, very honestly, is not so much a got to see guest as a chance to interact with everybody. Exactly. Um, yeah. Talk about uh, interact with people. There are a ton of people. You will bump into people. <laughs> yeah, at, at eighty or eighty thousand plus attendees now at this point. Uh, yeah, this you've got to yeah. realize you're going to be dealing with um, lots of people in small areas, and you've got to be comfortable. I know that can get some folks anxious. So, um, trying to find some, uh, as you mentioned earlier, you know, time just to go back to your room, especially if you're at a hotel you know, one of the hosts or something really near, a little downtime isn't a bad idea at all. I mean, it's, let's face it, it's a lot of people in the small space and it can be a bit uh, difficult for some folks to get through. So you do have to realize and get comfortable with that. But as you mentioned earlier, or as was mentioned earlier, um, sometimes just stumbling into a panel or a panel room, sometimes only because, hey, I see a nice seat in an air-conditioned room, um, you'll find some very fascinating topics you might not have planned when you look at that schedule because, it, again, the schedule could be bit overwhelming with thousands of things to choose from but the thing that I tell a lot of folks is especially if they're newer to the con you know whether it's first year or second or third um, 
you know, some of us aren't the best social animals when it comes to talking to other people, but realize when you go into a panel room on a topic, since they tend to be razor focused on a certain show or movie or whatever, anyone who's in that room, odds are, is also a passionate fan too. So striking up a conversation is pretty easy to do when you're in that panel room for, um, you know, whatever it might be, Killjoys or, or Star Wars or whatever, because other folks there are probably just like you. They can't wait to talk about it and all. So that makes for a lot of more casual conversations a lot easier to do than, shall we say, in real life for a lot of us who are introverts. Yeah. Um, and say, um, say you are somebody who gets really overwhelmed and you don't stay, you're not staying in a host hotel. Uh, where would you say would be your best cool out points? Um, well, one of the things folks try to do, and, and it was discussed earlier, because again, it's in hot Atlanta, folks will be using those habit trails because you get to move indoors where it's air conditioned. But again, there's a lot of people there. So again, the simple thing of just going outdoors and walking between the hotels on the streets of Atlanta, while it might be warmer, again, you're not going to feel anywhere near as confined. Um, so that'll certainly help with a lot of that stress if that's what you're looking to do. But as far as being able to really get away, that's really hard to do with 80,000 people in a small area. Because um, if any place, you know, if anyone knows of a good spot to do it, let's face it, thousands of other people are going to find it too. So uh, hotels like the Sheridan, which tend to, to not have as many events going on, can be a nice place to go and maybe find a spot to sit in the lobby in one of those areas. The Westin, some of the, um, uh, the level before them, excuse me, the level below the main entrance point uh, near the lobby and such doesn't tend to have as many people as some other spots. So that can be a thing if you need to kind of just get a little space to yourself. Uh, otherwise, it's just catch as catch can. Yeah, uh, the game room is, well, my first, was it first two years when they had it in the basement? Yeah, the basement of the Hilton, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, they've got that over at the uh, America's Mart now, don't they? Yep. Yeah, we um we're gonna be doing some recordings over there this year. Um but yeah, they um that that especially after like later, um after really the parties start because of the host hotels, like we said, Dragon Con kinda has developed a reputation for being the party convention. Um but you know, obviously that's not for everybody. Uh I noticed last year that uh, once the rave started kicking off in the Marriott where we we're staying because we we're staying in a host hotel, um, the game room became fantastic at that hour. Mm -hmm. Like it was brilliant to go over there and just hang out. Like it was so nice, so quiet. The vendor hall was, you know, which is over there as well, was still a little crazy as the vendor halls want to do, but it was actually quite tolerable. <laughs> Yeah. So while everybody else is raving their brains out and dancing and doing all that stuff, you can get some gaming or shopping done. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that was the great thing about the con. You get to, everybody basically gets to program their own con. If you want to be the party person, God knows there's plenty of that. If you oh, prefer yeah. the panels, you do that. More of the daytime stuff or intermix them. I mean, that's what I really love too, is the fact that everybody kind of gets to do their own thing. Yeah, the the, the con has a very a la carte setup. It seems exactly yes, and that leads into that and idea of don't try to do it all either. Otherwise, you're going to burn yourself out. Yeah, don't Listen, give into FOMO uh, unless you have mastered the shadow clone technique, which I doubt <laughs> any of you have, or have a time turner. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think that might even be pushing it for a time turner. Is the thing, because man, those loops would start to stack up, and uh, 
Yeah, they would. And well, isn't, isn't Dragon Con pretty much 24-7 at this point? Oh, yeah. Um, they do kind of a last call kind of thing at like three, I think. But that doesn't stop people. <laughs> yeah, because there's, there's still unofficial events going on all night. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, if you want to do it, you, you can find something going on. I remember all the way uh, to sunrise. I think it was like a Saturday morning. I went down. I was the first one to wake up, went downstairs, and there was a track where it was like defending like horrible movies. They had Superman 4, <sighs> Howard the Duck. Oh. Yeah, there's actually stuff going on. Like, I think it's in. I know there's showings of like Rocky Horror going all night. If you're into those kind of things, there are, uh, we'll say, adult anime showings going on all night. Uh, don't worry, there's hand checks from what I've heard. Um, there's, you know, there are. Um, there are bad movies going all night, and then the uh, the ironic thing of in the morning, early, early in the morning, is the uh, Dragon Con late show because it never ends. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Good way to learn what's going on on any given day. And, yeah. and if you are, for those of you that are brand new, I mean, uh, we do put on the newbie events on uh, Thursday and Friday morning. If you're completely new, on Thursday afternoon, we do walking tours. Uh, starting around 2.30, these events will be listed in the official schedule where we have uh, volunteers that will uh, give you a, a basic walking tour of where things are to kind of get your bearings uh, with all the hotels. And then we'll do some newbie Q&As, open Q&As Thursday evening and then Friday morning to just come and ask uh, some experienced folks some questions. But um, as any of you that have been there know, no one knows everything. I mean, no. DragonCon is always evolving and we're always learning about new things and they're adjusting things. So... We've been doing these newbie events as part of the con. The con was very gracious. We're not an official part of it, but they were very gracious seeing that we were doing it on our own. Um, myself and Kim and Sue and Michael, who kind of lead that group, uh, to give us space. And we've had hundreds of people come by on Thursday now for the past few years to get some of those walking tours and be able to find other newbies, uh, especially if you come to con alone or in a small group. It's a nice way to meet some other folks who are kind of new and sometimes a good way to find a friend right off the bat so those are a good way to kind of get you rolling but uh dragon con is definitely something you just need to experience you need to keep an open mind and kind of go with it be flexible uh, because nothing at dragon con is set in stone um, from the daily dragon printout every day to checking your app for updates rooms chance excuse me rooms change events are canceled they're moved and so forth so you know don't expect to have anything written in stone just stay flexible and you'll probably get more out of the con that way yeah, oh, and, and the Dragon Con app. No, it's not updated yet. Also, drink. <laughs> <laughs> what do yeah, you look drink? for that. As they say, look for that schedule maybe seven, ten days, seven to ten days ahead, but realize it's still going to change quite a bit. So, yeah, getting the smartphone app and being able to get the updates uh, is a great way to keep to be aware of the most recent stuff. But even I, knowing I'm involved in many events, uh, I'm not even seriously looking hard at my schedule because I realize Oh, it's yeah. probably going to change. I can't go by this. Yeah, it's going to change within a week. This isn't so. a schedule. This is a guideline. It, it really is. And like you will make plans, say, all right, so I want to go see, let's say, David Tennant at, you know, he's uh, the, the app. When I looked on there on Wednesday, showed that he was going to be in Atrium 7A at 7 a, at, you know, at 12 noon. Later, earlier that morning, he got sick and can't show up. Like, 
it, it, it is crazy how quickly things change and how angry people get when they change. <laughs> oh, no, not, you know, things changing. Anything but that. Oh, uh, one thing that's interesting is that it's the start of college football season. So oh, it's a yeah. We we don't have the con. We don't have Atlanta to ourselves. Turns out, um, there are college football fans there. There are NASCAR fans there. Uh, I will gladly take that over what's going on in Ohio recently. Mm. There is a convention going on. I think next weekend. Maybe this weekend. I can't remember exactly. It's been a while since I've been in Ohio called MatsuriCon. Yeah. It's happening the same time, the same place as the Ohio Republican Party dinner. Oh, geez. Uh, uh, So, obviously, Kevin, saying, you know, don't, you know, fight with these people is, you know, kind of, you know, well, that goes without saying, but... Like, say, say one of them comes up to you and runs it to you in an elevator and honestly asks, hey, can you explain what's going on? How would you kind of describe this to an outsider? Those who, have legitimately been some of my best convention moments for Ohio, by the way. Who, have, who maybe even never even seen, like, Marvel movies or anything like that. Well, we often, I often start off by saying it's basically uh, geek Mardi Gras. You know, it's a chance for us geeks to to get together and talk about the stuff we love. And, you know, as some folks will hear that as a party, which it can be. And other times it's just a chance to talk about the things we greatly enjoy with friends. And that'll, putting it that way and not saying much more tends to then get them to talk if they really want to know. Because as you know, socially, some people are just being polite and, you know, give them a small answer and they don't want to talk anymore. And sometimes (laughs) they generally are interested. Oh, well, I like X, Y, Z. Is that covered here? Yes or no? You know, it's a good way to feel out whether or not someone's just uh, being polite or they have a genuine interest. But I mean, also one of the things for those who are new to the con to realize is that uh, once the con does get going, certainly by Friday, if not even now on Thursday, is you can't get into any of the host hotels without either a room key for that hotel or a con badge. So it's yeah. much better than it was a few years ago when, yes, yeah, some of the muggles, uh, the college football fans were mixing more uh, with the uh, con attendees but now you can be pretty self-assured that when you're in one of the official hotels it's going to be nothing but con attendees or maybe someone who's staying there which could be college football fans as they often have a kick kickoff game in Atlanta. i remember uh metrocon was real interesting one year one of the last times i went before aos when they were still letting people wander the convention hall and only checking badges like at panel rooms and the vendor rooms and stuff like that and we shared a convention space with Flutog. <laughs> yeah, that's why, you know, you've got to be ready to answer that question of what the heck is this and what's going on unless you want to get yourself down a rabbit hole real fast. Yeah. Um, and so obviously we kind of brought up the fact that there's huge parties every so often and everything like that. Um, but like, say you kind of made a mistake and you maybe, uh, no, that's not where I want to go with that one. Um, you made a few too many trips to the phone booth. Yes. Uh, also the red phone booth is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know where I was going with that. It's been a very long week. Um, Were you trying to tell people to be safe? Yeah, be safe. Don't drink. Be smart. Yeah, be smart. Yeah. Um, is there a 
medical tent? At each of the hotels, um, both from the con and the hotel, is going to have, uh, you know, staff available to assist with any type of problem or emergency, be it medical or otherwise. So, yes, by all means, you know, uh, there'll be Dragon Con security. There'll be uh, lots of Atlanta police around. Um, while it is a very casual atmosphere, you know, as they always say, don't be that guy, don't be that girl kind of thing. Just be smart in the way you deal. But if you need assistance in any way, shape, or form, look for someone who has a, a volunteer uh, badge or shirt or someone related to the con, and they'll be able to get you whatever you might need. They're, mm -hmm. they're certainly always looking around and looking for that and communicating with what's going on. So I haven't had any incident. Well, there was the one big incident last year. Um, but like the hotels are pretty safe. The hotels are extremely safe for the most part. Obviously, there are stupid people everywhere. <clears throat> yeah. But I'm, it's I'm, not just the hotels that are safe. We, every year we've gone to a shawarma place. That's I'm a shawarma. Bit. I don't care about giving them a shout out. They are fantastic. Shawarma <laughs> is the best place. <laughs> but uh, we, we've gone every year and not last year, but the year before. Um, I got pissy faced, won't lie. And here I am dressed as Harlequin, corset, heels, hammer and all. Uh, walking the back alley roads of downtown Atlanta, going back to our not host hotel. And there's a police presence that was even on some of those back roads as well, which, of course, you know, CJ was pissed at me for. But I can say that even, you know, within like maybe four or five blocks of the host hotels, there's still a really good police presence and a very secure atmosphere around it. Also, yeah. geeks go figure, tend to be pretty supportive people. If you're by yourself and you're trying to walk to a hotel that's not a host hotel and you see a group of people that is going in the direction you need to go. When I went to Otakon, this was not a big issue and I can't imagine it being the same at, Dra I can't imagine it not being the same at DragonCon. Hi guys, I'm going to Bloody Blah Hotel. I'm by myself. Is it okay if I walk with you a little way? Sure. Yes. Safety yep. in numbers, guys. Safety, yeah. No, and I was alone. <laughs> The tough part too, though, as we pointed out, is the host hotels are very safe. So if you, you go from a very safe environment and if you do go out on the streets, it is still, Atlanta's still a big city. Yes, there's a good police presence. But like you said, if you've been at a party, if you've been drinking, you, you know, you're not going to be as sharp. So definitely try to buddy up, whether it's someone you definitely know, or as you pointed out, if you can tell there are other congos. But you still have to be smart above all else. Let's yeah. not lose sight of what's going on here. It's not something I would recommend, but knowing that there is that presence that's still there, I wouldn't, I wouldn't test the fates again, and I wouldn't suggest testing the fates, but there is a pretty high police presence and a pretty high security presence, even, you know, a couple blocks away. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, you, uh, it's a bit different from uh, one of the times I was at Otakon in Baltimore, where one of the guys I went with came back to the hotel room one night with footage on his cell phone of a car just burning away in the street. Yeah, Atlanta, I mean, Atlanta's been doing this for 31 years now. They they know the deal. Like, the, Atlanta PD knows the deal by now. Like, or uh, the, the, the time we were all heading back from the convention to our hotel, and me and same guy as the burning car footages, con badges, uh, served as prostitute repellent. <laughs> While the one member of our group who decided to take his badge off and put it in his pocket started getting propositioned. Um... Kevin, uh, you've been going here for 14 years now. Um, what are some of the 
like craziest things that you've seen? I'm trying to think of questions that I have not asked you for five years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, the, the funny thing for me is I don't tend to be a big party guy. Um, so I have not, you know, I don't, I really don't have any of those really good stories. I mean, the, the funniest story and it's more funny really saying it story. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, was one of the early years, the, the par, the Parsec Awards, which are podcasting awards. Um, oh yeah, uh, I've been nominated. I've presented it that last year. Yeah, I've been very blessed to have won a few. And and there was a podcasters <laughs> party um, going on after the awards one uh, year. And I don't know, it was two, three in the morning, and, and we had won, and and you know a few extra drinks were flowing. And there was a very nice and very attractive woman who came up to me with a sharpie in one hand uh, and said she wanted me to sign her pants. Um, <laughs> and, Sounds like Dragon Con. Yeah, and I said, I'm definitely <laughs> a Dragon, Dragon Con. Con. So, you know, um, but no, I, there's, it, there's certainly plenty of stories going around. I have not had any of the really uh, risque ones happen to me, uh, so I can't really uh, give you a good answer on that one. So you mentioned that you're not much of a, a party guy. I know Dragon Con has a reputation. Mm -hmm. that it is pretty much the reputation is it is for adults and people go there to party. How about the perspective of somebody who's not really into that, who maybe doesn't drink or is underage or both, or just doesn't really like that scene? Well, as we said, with so much programming, you've got, you know, great discussions on all of these different topics in the geek world that run on panels till 10 or 11 or 12 that don't involve parties. I mean, you can still be very, very active late into the night without having to be at a party or in a party environment that are still going on at, at the con's official location. So it's all in what you choose to, to find on the schedule or when you're talking to other folks, finding out about room parties or get togethers, you choose what you want to get involved in. So I know many folks who bring uh, their children because you know that's the only way they can get to the con um yo of, <laughs> you know whether whatever age they might be so they were able to find activities that work for them and you know they might wind down by nine eight or nine at night so you know and from year to year it changes a little so as we said some years you might be more the party type and other times you're not you pick and choose what you want to do because a lot of it's right there on the schedule party type i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah I mean, raul's a complete teetotaler no this is this is meanwhile this is my idea of a party video no bits cake. on an audio podcast i'm holding up a piece of chocolate cake <laughs> um so like what are again I'm trying really hard here um what are some of your favorite things to do outside of the, the hotels what are some of your non-miss what are some of your like need to do things outside of the actual con itself well this is where it's funny and this is why i love being able to talk about con with a different you know with a group of people for me i don't do anything outside of the con hotels i love the panels and speaking and stuff so much there that i very rarely go outside of those for anything i'm going to do it's just kind of not my thing i know some folks love to take in the city or visit some other restaurants or the aquarium or some of the other great things that are a part of Atlanta. But for me, I am a serious con goer in that I'm going to be there to be speaking on panels and talking on panels or moderating panels. So by the end of the day, I'm pretty wiped out and uh, I just uh, head back to the room and start it all over again the next day. 
So we have a question from Show Not Found in the chat um, asking, mm -hmm. is Dragon Con pretty much a Wednesday through Monday affair at this point? The official events have now leaked into Thursday, mainly Thursday evening. Um, so uh, many of us who go to be very involved come out on Wednesday because we kind of enjoy before things get really cranked up. But as far as events of any type, um, from trivia to dances to some other things, uh, there's not usually like any panels panels or any of the celebrity guests on the Thursday. But you will have many of the tracks by probably late afternoon, early evening, starting to do events, sing-alongs, karaoke, things like that on Thursday. But the actual events themselves still start Friday morning uh, as far as traditional panels. And then they run all the way through till 2 or 3 o'clock Monday afternoon. So in that sense, it's, it's a little, it's four plus days, uh, you know, as many folks are going to look at it. <clears throat> and, and those unofficial days can be a lot of fun. Sorry, CJ. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's still, there's a few people every year, actually, that's now become a tradition for me that we usually get together for dinner on Wednesday, because for many of us, we're so involved in stuff, we're going to barely see each other the rest of con. So we, we take advantage of that kind of quiet time there on Wednesday before things get into real serious gear. And uh, speaking of dinners, everybody, not everybody drinks, uh, but everybody eats. Where are some of your favorite places to eat? Uh, again, because I tend to just go, go, go for panels all day, you'll find, I just usually go by the Peachtree Center, grab some stuff in that food court. Um, uh, you know, I certainly have, you know, otherwise the basics of the Hard Rock Cafe and some of those other restaurants that are right there on Peachtree. But uh, I don't tend to go venture further beyond that. But I, you know, I keep my minimal costs by, by going to the pizza places and the subways and the things like that for me. I don't tend to have much time for that sit-down dinner except maybe for Wednesday evening. Yeah. Did you try uh, Panberry last year at Peachtree? No. no. Oh, haven't. my God, dude. You have to try it. It is. Now, see, so this is where I always learn new stuff. Panberry. It just opened up like, I think it was like. It was last year. It, was it? Okay. Yeah. Is that the meat pie place? Yes, it's yes. the meat pie place in the, in the food court. And it is probably my favorite place to eat there now. Like, I. I think we ate there. Three breakfasts out of three breakfasts. <laughs> yeah, we definitely ate there every single breakfast. and Two lunches. You, you and I hit it for, like, right as it was closing one night, like, when, when Raul and Dale were out partying. Like, Rachel and I looked at each other. Our kids were in bed. We're like, yeah, we're going to go to Panberry. See you later. <laughs> I have one incident. Not one incident, but one moment that was, like, kind of caught me off guard. Early morning on a Sunday, completely empty. Because everybody's hung up. Except for Slenderman. Slenderman. Fuck you, Slenderman. <laughs> oh, good. We can get meat pies without having to go through a blue light district, Carrie. Yes. Yay! And they are insane. Um, so, uh, Kevin, I know you're approaching quickly approaching time. Uh, tell, uh, tell the folks where they can find more about you, more about the con, anything like that. Sure. If you're interested in learning, if you definitely if you're newer to the con, you can go to dragonconnewbies.org. We've got a blog post there that lists many of the resources from videos to podcasts to our Facebook group with thousands of members for newbies. Lots of great resources there if you're looking to learn a little bit about con. Uh, for myself, if you're interested in any of the podcasting I do on genre TV shows, uh, you can find all of that over at uh, tuningintosci-fi-tv.com. It's good stuff. I listened to a couple of your uh, couple of your shows, and they're always they're always entertaining. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, we have we have fun talking about our stuff. Have been for many years, so it's always a blast. 
All right, Kevin. Thank you so much for coming on with us again. I really appreciate it. Every year, this is just, it's, it's amazing speaking to you because I know that we have like 37 minutes before we have to get on to either on the road or onto a plane before. We get on. <laughs> oh, it's always a blast. I love the passion of uh, what folks do at con and, and it's every year is a little different every year's learning some new stuff. Uh, so it's just an amazing thing. And I, I love it every year. Definitely. All right, sir. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. You all take care. You too. Hope have to a great day. Hope to see you at the con. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you actually have a break between one of your 10 panels. <laughs> all right. And streets broken. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, as I kind of mentioned, we have some official stuff going on at the con this year as Ooh. well. And I want to get this out there. So, we have stuff going the three main nights of the con. Friday night, 1130, Hilton Galleria 6, same damn place that we were last year. Kikaio Show. This show, right here, live. Hilton Gallery 6, Friday at 10 or 11.30 p.m. That is downstairs in the Hilton. Uh, it is in the basement. It is a very quiet, very cool, very well air-conditioned because they revamped all of those down there. <laughs> Woohoo! Place, and we have food. So there's that. You should come hang out with us. Uh, well, hopefully we'll have food. We may not this year because things are getting weird. <laughs> Uh, I promise no corn soda this year. No. Oh, my God. It still haunts my dreams. Right? Dude, you didn't do the freaking king cup of it. Like, I I still am fairly sure that my kidneys have not actually forgiven me for <laughs> doing the king cup of the horrible sodas. I vaguely remember dying when we got back into the hotel room because yeah, we, of all the weird shit we had had. It was, we're not going to do that this year at all, even if we do – even if we are able to get the uh, – even if we are able to get the uh, food up there, it'll be good food, good snacks for a long Friday night. Snacks. Uh, it's inappropriate that Josh says that because he is <laughs> the snackiest snack. He is and my snack. He is the snack that smiles oh. back. Um, Saturday night at 8 p.m. You know, you remember how I said that, you know, once the rave starts, the gaming area gets real quiet. No, if you listen, it's about to get real lit. If you listen really, really hard, you'll hear "Hello and welcome." Manipool live recording for Saturday at eight PM over in the in the gaming area, over in the America's Mart. And that is right, ladies and gentlemen. We have every single. Hopefully, every single member of the Manipool there. I'm so fucking excited for this, you guys. I'm sorry you won't actually be able to meet Savoth. May his name be praised. Yes. Um, but yes, we, have, we are going to be doing Manipool recording at 8 p.m. on Saturday in the gaming area. It's going to be fantastic. And finally, Sunday night, 1130, Hilton Galleria 7. This is a generic live show with myself and Dale. Woohoo! Indeed. It's more, uh, it won't be the same as you remember. It, or um, was. Or what what category are you guys under? Just news? Uh, yeah, they'll have to figure it out. they got to convert it into pounds first. Yeah. It, well, <laughs> no, we're still in the podcasting track uh, with that one. So uh, I don't know what it'll be under under the app. 
I have no idea. No, no, no but I'm like saying like, <laughs> uh, is he going to stick with Australian news? Because I mean, that's what the Jack Life Show has been. <laughs> um, well, with me in there, it'll be some of my weird shit as well. Um, but it'll mostly, I don't think it'll be news really, but definitely more of a, probably a longer, same as you remember, same as it ever was. Mm. Florida uh, man. And Florida man stories. Because his bit and my bit. <laughs> when you touch our bits together, you get the generic live show. What? Well, I mean, Dale is a Florida man now, right? Yeah, he is. Um, that is assuming everything works out. Because reasons that I don't feel comfortable talking about right now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, those are the three official Geek.io recordings. I am on actually several other panels as well. Uh, let me get my schedule here really quick. You make guidelines. Yes, my, my guidelines. If you are interested in stuff that I am going to be doing, I am helping out a lot with the I am not at all uh, vamping while I am scrolling up. I am. Uh, I'm doing have some uh, kit tracks with. Yeah, your... I'm doing stuff with the Kaleidoscope track, which is the family friendly track of uh, of. That's Rachel's. So I'm going to open up that one as well. Uh, if you're interested in what Rachel has to say about uh, the women of Doctor Who, Friday at 8:30 p.m. in the Hilton Gallery of Five, she is going to be on that panel, the Women of Doctor Who panel. Um, because she is a woman who likes Doctor Who. Uh, I am going to be, uh, oops, that's going to be bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have, no, wait, no, I'm getting there Thursday night. Okay, never mind. Whew. Uh, <laughs> um, Friday at 1130 a.m. in the Piedmont room, I believe that is in the Hyatt. No, I think that's in the Westin. Might be in the Westin. Uh, Dragon Con with Kids Meetup. I'm hosting that. Two and a half hours of me being a Dragon Con with kids person. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, Friday at 2 p- 2.30 p.m. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> uh, networking the why, when, and how of joining a podcast network in the Hilton Gallery of Six. Um, and Saturday at 1 p.m., A Nerdy Kid's Guide to Walt Disney World, also in the Piedmont Room. What? You're in a Walt Disney World? What? Me? Never. Step one of joining a podcasting network, get in line for a gaming console. Right? Step two, <laughs> don't overbook yourself and try and have to run across several, uh, several, uh, oh boy, I don't know if we're going to be able to make that one. <laughs> several hotels. Uh, especially if the Piedmont is in the high, is in the, uh, Hilt- or in the, uh, Westin, like I think it is, because that's a trek. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, my lovely daughter Kiara is going to be on a Teen Titans Go panel. That is definitely sometime, and I absolutely have that information. That's going to trump everything, right? Oh yeah, no, no matter what. Like when that, and she's also going to be on a Star Wars panel. Uh, those those two panels come around, and yeah, absolutely, I am there. I am. I don't care who is with me. I am there. Um, is um. Is Charles' uh, Pokemon Go po- part of that uh, track list? Uh, he's he's in the podcasting track list, but yes, he's there. Okay, but I mean, because that one's kid friendly, mostly. <laughs> well, mostly because I mean, I I sat in there um, for that last year, and like half of the room is just filled with kids showing yeah. off their Pokemon. their Pokemon collections. 
Yeah, I'll get that information on when those two track lists are for myself because that's where I will be during those times and nothing will be able to tear me away from those. I don't care if Night Attack is going on. I don't care. Um, yeah. By the way, well, Night Attack is usually at... Well, it's, oh. it's Sunday night, yeah. Um, Sunday night. It, it's, gonna be, it's Sunday night, dear. Um, it's going to be fun running from Night Attack to Generic Live Show. But it's going to be the last Night Attack, the, the last official scheduled Night Attack. They've announced that already, so it's not me saying anything. So, all of you Diamond Club fans, what? Uh, Geek I was a proud member of the, of the Diamond Club TV uh, network. Um, yeah, it's the last scheduled Diamond Club or uh, Night Attack that they're doing. Um, but yeah, because reasons. But yeah, uh, so those are our those are our official plans. Um, else, we'll be hanging out. Uh, I think all of us are there. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, I know I'm leaving on Monday. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm leaving on Monday. Day after the con. Yes, get in the day before, leave the day after. Actually, there was one year at Otakon that, because Otakon runs Friday through Sunday, we left that Tuesday and it was the best fucking thing in the entire world. If you have that availability to do so, I don't, so... I have a cookie. That's what I have. Yay, cookie. Yeah. Um, I actually uh, think the only time that I did that was probably at PAX South. I went there the day before, was able to check into the hotel, all calm. And I, we, well, I left on that Sunday, but it's San Antonio. So I, I, I can drive through there. But yeah, I mean, it is so much like Monday. By Monday, most people are getting up early to catch flights. And it's not that bad on Monday. Sunday is usually pretty bad because people don't have money. Oh, no, Monday is Labor Day, so yeah. Yeah, it's still crazy, um, and it's also an official con day. But yeah, it's it's one of those things we sadly don't have the option to stay um, until Tuesday. If you do, absolutely. It is, it is a fantastic experience. So, wait. Who's staying? Who's leaving on Sunday? Nobody. Nobody. Everyone's staying till Monday. Yeah. Okay. I mean, depending on how you behave. Yeah. I mean, I can't guarantee you'll have a hotel room on Monday. You're on Sunday night, Raul. <laughs> What's that face? I uh, I don't know. Confusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, like, basically what we were saying is always get to a con the day before, and if you can, try to leave the day after. Yeah, sadly, that is not, like, I'm doing Thursday to Monday this year. Um, but, I mean, that's technically, like, before actual con starts, because Friday is, like, the big day, but eh, it is what it is. Oh, um, what was it? Do not throw chairs off the balcony. Yes. Holy if, fuck. If you're going to imbibe, that's fine. I appreciate it. I will probably join you for one. Um, but do it responsibly. Be a- for the love of God. And it happens every year. No, and there'll be, there'll be something this year. Last year it happened like on the other side of the hallway from our door, from our room. Like, don't, don't be a jackass. Don't be stupid. Like it is, it is not hard to enjoy yourself and not be stupid. Um, 
Like, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand that. And I never will, sadly. And like I said, it'll ha- it happens every year. Um, do you want to do your shouty? What? About, about cosplay? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> cosplay is not consent! Yep, Carrie knows about that one. For the love of fucking yes, God! Yes, I do. Oh, my God! Because and, I, sorry, go ahead. No, I ran into this last year with Kia as Ray. Like, somebody just came up to her and started, like, touching her and... I most likely almost came very close to getting kicked out of Kong last year. <laughs> as an adult woman and as an almost second degree black belt nationally certified martial arts instructor, if I am in cosplay, I am afraid to walk a convention floor without a male accompanying me because it is that bad. Yeah, it, it's, it, and it doesn't matter what level of dress or undress the person is. Like if if your cosplay is, you know, swimsuit Lucy Hartfilia, that is still not an excuse to go touching people. Like nobody is quote unquote asking for it. Nobody is anything like that. Just stop. Like it is it is not difficult to and, be a human being. And just and don't ask. be a fucking creep. Yeah. And I'm, not even just the whole touching people without asking, because that's an issue too, but taking pictures of somebody's butt from behind them, not okay. Yeah. Getting people alone and trying to take pictures of them in compromising poses, not okay. All of these things have happened to me. Including somebody literally trying to pick me up. Yeah. Don't fucking do it. And, and again, it's it's a sad thing that we have to constantly touch on that. But it is something that has to be said every time. Like just just It's either we verbally beat it into your heads or we physically beat it into your heads. Right. Josh has seen it. He is my force field when I cosplay. Oh, I, I don't doubt it. It's, it, it is super dumb that, like I said, we have to talk about that every year. But, you know, don't – and the people who do this aren't listening to the show. And if you are, shame on you. And even if you, you are – when you person, think about what you did. If you are a person who does not do these things, but you see a photographer – with a 17-year-old girl asking her to do things and she looks uncomfortable. Step in. Interrupt it. Give her an out. Yeah. If you see somebody in a compromising situation or somebody being touched and they don't want to be touched, you don't have to beat somebody into the ground. Yeah. So what you, you do, like, step in, somebody, will, they will back down. Exactly. Or you even, like, say you find me and a photographer's being a creep and won't leave me alone. Cut in, interrupt. Hi, can I get a picture of you? That photographer is gone. Yeah, because now there's attention put on you and on them. It takes two seconds to be somebody's hero, and you don't even have to confront anybody. Be a distraction, be an out, and you will be that person's hero. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, there's, but there are so many things to do and that, that are so enjoyable at the con. And like I said, I mean, raving, if, if you, if that is your thing, there's tons of that to do you. It's freaking fantastic. Like the music is always good. And somehow I'm not sure what black magic they use but you're able to hear the DJs, you're able to hear the music and like, you're able to enjoy yourself. It's called good sound engineering. Yeah. Which is still weird considering everything that goes on in there, but it is, you know, I I have more than once just completely lost myself in music and I'm not a party person. Like I will only notice that I'm still, that I'm just kind of wandering around when somebody bumps into me like, Oh, right. I'm still here. Oh, (laughs) Um, yeah, you guys, I think CJ and Rachel are the only ones that have seen me, uh, completely like cut loose at a little private concert at, um, Shy Guy and Ellie after party. Um, (laughs) but yeah, like, so like as any, as, as with anything, I mean, moderation within all things, like. It's it's not hard, people. Like and like I said, those people who do that, you probably aren't listening. And if you are, seriously, shame on you. Like, I, I if you're one of those people that does, you know, throw chair, get so drunk you're throwing chairs off of balconies, or you know, harassing and touching cosplayers of any gender or conformity. Like, to be honest, I kind of don't want you listening to this show. <laughs> like, you're right to have fun does not extend so far as to interrupt or interfere with other people's fun. Yes. If what you are doing is causing somebody else to have a bad time, you need to stop or take it somewhere else. So I'm going to be the party pooper because I was yelling over CJ's and it's one thing that bothers me because when my son and daughter both call it out, that's a problem. We were walking through between two of the hotels last year. I have a six-year-old and a seven-year-old. Okay. When my son can look at you and go, Mommy, why is she wearing a bra and a thong? And angel wings. That's not cosplay. At two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, keep the 18-plus stuff till the nighttime hours, please. Oh, yes. Um, you do see that shift in cosplay as the evening goes on. You get your more adult, your more spooky stuff, or more gruesome. Risque. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, not risque. don't get me wrong. I'm fine with it. Like I said, I was running around with a shorty short skirt and a corset that I had my boobs up under my throat and I couldn't breathe deeply because they'd have fallen out. So I am all for that. Have your fun, you know. But there's a time and a place. Two o'clock in the afternoon when you know that there's going to be kids at this convention because they do have kid-friendly panels and family-friendly areas, which is all of the areas until about 8 p.m. After 8 p.m. as a parent, your ass is on your own. My kids have gone to Night Attack four times now. Four times. Would I suggest bringing your, your children to Night Attack? You no. need to know your own children. I can't say that I recommend it, but my children are my children. Like, I'm not going to tell you not, I'm not going to parent, I'm not going to parent your kids for you. But oh. not only that, but our kids know Brian and <laughs> Jerry. 
I need to get something underneath this chair. <laughs> like our our kids have been on Brian Brushwood's shoulders inside of Epcot at the bar in the UK. That's all I can say. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just picturing a situation now where CJ just goes sailing across the camera view because he sat down on the chair too hard. <laughs> I, I will fix no! that at some point. Right now, it's really funny. It will probably happen. And if I just, you wake up suddenly here, boom. And well, that's why there's a pole behind him. It'll catch him. But yeah, I also realized that the first but couple of times I got realized that there are young people. They're anywhere from, you know, we saw newborns in carriers on mama's backs. And Mama's Fronts last year, I've seen everything up to like 12 and 13 year olds who are cosplaying, you know, appropriate, age appropriate characters. And I understand that you want to be able to express yourself and be free and have fun, but realize that, you know, along with cosplay is not consent, cosplay is not a reason for some parent to have to turn around and explain to their son or daughter why somebody's running around in their underwear. Yeah, and here's the thing. When they're not allowed to, because we teach our children, most of us, teach our children that if you're outside, your bits and bobs are covered. And that's like a, a, no, a knowledgeable, informed adult who is at Dragon Con and going out to a party at midnight is going to expect to see some shit. Yeah, the bunny hutch little, is the thing. Like the bunny hutch thing. Yeah. Little seven-year-old Timmy, who wants to go talk about Teen Titans Go, did not what sign is... up to see your ass. Yeah. Although I will say the best part of it was my son walked up to her and said, you've got dimples on your butt that look like they're fat. You might want to cover them. And she glared at me and I said, he's seven. He's sorry, he's six. He's just saying what he sees. From Aaron the mouth of babes, right? Out of the mouths of babes. And honestly, I can actually say for once in my life, I kept my comments to myself. I just looked at CJ like, I roll like, really? This is just what we needed. And Aaron's really going, Kiara, Kiara, you can't wear stuff like that. That's inappropriate for public. And look, <laughs> she's got a dimple right there. And, a, and, a, and after the fact, I went, no, sweetheart, that's called cellulite. So we had to teach her what cellulite was. Not that she, not, we didn't have to teach our seven-year-old, well, sorry, six-year-old at the time, that it wasn't, you know, inappropriate for her to be wearing that. He goes, well, I understood what character she was trying to be. I can't even remember. I was like, I don't know how the hell you know this, but you watch more anime with dad than I do. So, just, okay, sure. But the fact that I had to explain to my son what cellulite was... Um, but yeah, but even with that though, like if that person is walking around again, yes, that's, that's fine. You know, probably not the best idea during, you know, afternoon stuff, keep that stuff till the sun goes down. But even then don't go touching them. Like <laughs> regardless of your opinion, they're not asking to be harassed. Exactly. And if you do ask somebody for a hug and they do say yes, keep your hands here. Yes. Waist and up. Right here. On the back.
um so i mean i think i think it's good i think it's good for our first half of our show ladies and gentlemen uh, also have fun be nice yeah. to people if you see someone lost help them indeed be excellent or we like to say, each other. don't be a dick party on dudes yeah as my favorite rule don't be a dick also shower please for the love of god oh, shower. Yeah. Right. We axe body spray is not a shower yeah axe body way. spray is not a shower axe body spray is not a shower axe body spray is not a shower addendum there are people out there in the world that have perfume allergies yo um the 621 rule is a thing six hours of sleep two meals a day one shower it is something that will make your entire con life a lot better you because know, people won't hate you as much well, not only that, you won't hate yourself because, like, you won't, like, there's people lying in the hallways on Monday morning, like, not able to move because they've just been going nonstop. I thought it was six shots, two hours, and, and one streak. What kind of band camp did you go to? <laughs> um, <laughs> Also, keep in mind, guys, even if you're not staying at a host hotel, but especially if you are, people cram these rooms so packed full that the fire marshal would cry. Do not expect there to be extra pillows, blankets, towels, or washcloths. If you want any of these things that are not above and beyond what is included in your room, yep. bring them yourself or expect not to have them. Yeah, if you if, if people in this call think our room is crazy, no, I've seen 17 people shoved into a host hotel room. I think I know what you're trying to talk about, Raul. Three hours of sleep, two meals, one shower a day. Yeah, get the sick. Like, you want more than three. Three hours will get you into a REM sleep. You want two REM cycles, really, to be able to be a functional human being. Yeah, well, and the thing is, the lack like of bare sleep... minimum. The lack of sleep will actually lead to concrete easy... Uh, Oh yeah, you, you want to? Uh, by the way, speaking of concrete, you want to know the number one tip of getting not having concrete? Don't touch your fucking face. <laughs> Turn the page. Wash your hands. Like people made fun of me at Gen Con last year because I was there as press. I'm going through. I'm interviewing people. I'm, I'm having fun. Like I'm interviewing somebody. I will shake their hand. I will immediately reach down my backpack, wash my hands, put it back. Like I'm. I see one of my good friends. I give her a hug. Because again, we're good friends, <laughs> and you know, when I'm done, I still wash my hands. Like I have, I have Purell on me at all times. Should we bring a giant bottle of Echinacea to share with the room? Uh, yes. <laughs> um, we have some, but you know, but nevertheless, like just in general, like if you if you are if you touched somebody or something that you are not fully familiar with, don't touch your face, and you won't get sick. I have gotten to the point where I've been doing this stuff now for eight years now, and I've gotten concrud twice. And those neither of those times were from Dragon Con. It was from PAX those East. Those are the times that I sent you on your own. It was uh, PAX East. Uh, the first year and... Whoa, PAX is, oh, is notorious for PAX Pox. Yeah, the pa yeah, I got the PAX Pox the first time. The PAX Pox, love it. Um, that's when I really discovered, hey, I should probably not be, you know touching my face and then i discovered that i shouldn't touch my face um but yeah it, it's have fun it's it's a hell of a con like especially if it's your first con like it is it's an experience like it, but it kind of just as a heads up and speaking from experience it will make any other con you go to afterwards seem 
insignificance. Yeah. I went to MetroCon for my second con, and I'm like, man, this is tiny. This with, with Dragon Con being my first one, I'm like, what do you mean it's only in one building, and this one building has two floors? <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, this is adorable. Even PAX, like, what do you mean this is just one convention center? That's this is adorable. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a break, and uh, we're going to. As is tradition, play some Wi-Fi Dragons for our mid-show break. And we'll be right back with what we've been doing this week. Because we got stuff we need to talk about. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Well, Rachel will not be back because Rachel is going to bed because Rachel is exhausted. Today. Okay. Good night, Rachel. Night, Hi, guys. Rachel. Hey, you, well. you can fix the, the thing in the middle of the show. But all right, guys. Raul, I'm giving you a heads up to fix the layout. You're welcome. Here is Wi-Fi Dragons. The geeks will inherit the earth. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Stay tuned. I remember trying to talk to you in high school. Couldn't even get a look because you were too cool. But now we're older and we're playing by the new rules. We lived ever. Thank you. 
I forgot how short that song was. Hey, we're back. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. If you want an ad-free experience, make sure you tune in live Mondays at 10. Nope, wrong show. Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Ding! Oh. Rachel, resub hot. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah, your names are weird, Raul. By the way, on your on your thing. Oh. <laughs> Ding! Thank you, thank you, camera. You're so cute. Rachel and Raul just subscribed with Twitch Prime, which is free for Amazon Prime members. It is. Gives uh, us a few coins and doesn't cost you any extra. Yeah, it 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 is comes with your Amazon Prime subscription. Like, you, if you are one of the ninety, I think ninety percent of people that have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, which means you have money for us. Please give. And that means you also have Warframe stuff <laughs> and games, Fortnite, and free games, and and our money, which is the most important part. So please give. And it's free. We get two two fifty from it, and it's fantastic. Two fifty, not three fifty. No, not three, not three fifty. Sadly, that's the uh, that's the exclusive Loch Ness Prime month. Uh, Loch, not Loch Ness <laughs> dub level. Um, but yeah, of course, if you want a more transformative experience, you can always go with Optimus Prime. Yes, which is our tier, which is our tier three, of course, subscription. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, it is time then. For us to talk about the stuff that we've been playing and doing with this right here. Gadgets, games, and All those sexy pew pews. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the gadgets, games, and gizmo section. Uh, I'm going to start because I want to start. Uh, I moved. Hi, I moved. Welcome to new area. Yay, new Yay. new Geek IO Studios. House hype, house hype, house hype, house hype. It's so it's so fantastic. This house is amazing. Um, but yeah, with that came being very very busy the last couple of uh, weeks to a point where I was never actually sure if I was going to be showing up any given week on the show. Certainly other shows, as you may have seen, I have been out. Uh, but I'm back. I'm back. And the house is amazing. And um, I, uh, over, oh, no, it hasn't been quite a year now. Um, about nine months ago now, uh, a little company called Greater Than Games put out a Kickstarter for their final uh, expansion for Sentinels of the Multiverse, the card game called Oblivion. And I got it literally the day that we moved in here. It was the most amazing housewarming present that I've ever gotten. 
Did you spell that right in the notes, by the way? Yes. Obelive Aeon. Okay. No. Got it out of my system. Be nice. Uh, it is. Uh, it is the culmination of their storyline that they've been telling over the last five years of the Sentinels of the Multiverse card game, um, to a point where you are fighting off against uh, the a, a, a similar but legally distinct uh, from Galactus, uh, who is crossed with Darkseid and Thanos. Because of course it is. Uh, but it's fantastic. Like they put a whole lot of new, um, like how you actually handle it because this motherfucker has 10,000 hit points. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and apparently I haven't got a chance to play a game of it yet, but apparently games go for pretty long and they're actually quite winnable. Unlike like iron legacy, which is anybody who knows the game knows iron legacy is damn near and kill all, but, uh, it's completely winnable. Um, and it's, it, from the reading of it, it sounds amazing. I've watched a couple of videos of it and it's, it looks so cool and I can't wait to be able to play a game of it. Um, other than that, uh, Man, if only you had some friends coming over to your house in the near future, I know. Right. But like, I would have to re-explain the game to you because I don't think you remember playing it. It's a deck building game, right? No, <laughs> it is a, uh, it, you basically get a deck, and that is your deck. Oh, that that's that that's right. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking Marvel Legends. What I'm thinking. Yeah, uh, Legendary, which I also have. But um, I bought. I also bought myself uh, for the Switch Mega Man Anniversary Collection Part One. Oh, did you already finish uh, Octopath? No, uh, but I. But it's Mega Man X, dude. Literally my favorite game series of all time. <laughs> Um, and I mean, it's this one I got is uh one through four because I discovered on the digital shop you can buy them separately for Mm -hmm. 25 each, which made me happy because I'm like, I don't really have $40 to spend, I got 20, I don't got 40. Nifty. (laughs) Well, yeah, if you buy the pack. You get one through four physical, and you got to get five through seven on digital. Yeah, five through eight is digital. So I'm just getting both digital. Like, there's no reason. I don't like game swapping anyway. So I can keep Octopath in my Switch and pop on Mega Man X Anniversary Collection every so often. Um, the only issue I have, and I don't know if it's the controller I'm using or not, uh, I'm noticing is an input lag, which is ends, lends me, uh, ends, ends runs very badly. Um, I have not played it with the PuppyCon, and I don't have a pro controller. I have a third-party Bluetooth controller, and I don't know if that's what's causing the input lag or where if, if it's where my switch is that's causing the input lag or what. But, yeah, there's definitely input lag. Um, also, uh, also, also, I didn't put this in the notes, but, um, we can't find our television remote, uh, or, uh, our, uh, remote for our HDMI switcher, both of which solvable problems, but it's a pain in the ass. Wait, you don't have your kids with you? They Did compl- they move into a different house? They complain and I don't have yeah. to for complaints. So yeah, because then you got to get the the poking stick and exactly. 
so I bought last last year's model of the Logitech Harmony remote. It's not the fancy one with the screen and does all that and all that whatnot, but I got it and it's fine and it's fun and it's it was fun to set up. It's a new piece of tech that I get to control my TV through my smartphone. Like I can. Is it the one with the hub or just the? Like all of, uh, all of them come with a hub. Can you, in fact, control your uh, coffee maker with it like you were hoping? Yes, uh, if I get a coffee maker that is supported by it. But, yeah, I'm going to put gonna put my TV over there. I'm going to put my camera to where... Uh, I believe it does okay. work with Alexa. Uh, it does. I'm trying to find my TV on my camera here. There it is. It's there. It's just dark. All right. So it won't be for long because I'm going to hit watch TV. Hey, look at that. It's a gray rectangle. It is. But if I go back here and because it doesn't control the PlayStation, you can't turn on the PlayStation with it. Uh, but what you can do with it is turn on the Xbox One with it. And it'll auto switch to my HDMI setting for the Xbox. Come on, Xbox, start up faster. Come on, Xbox, do your thing. Do the thing. It is. It's sitting there like a brick. Do the. Th I love my Xbox. Like it was. It was an easy buy. Why did you shut off? <laughs> uh, hey, turn oh, on. No. Yeah. <laughs> You're ruining my joke. <laughs> oh man. No, this is the joke. It's an Xbox. Just turn on. It turned on. There we go. Maybe. Maybe. Did I turn off my TV? I think I turned off my TV, too. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> um, I don't think I got it perfect, but, I mean, it Apparently. I, it definitely works. I mean, I'm definitely controlling my TV and my entertainment center from over here. Um, yeah, it works with uh, Alex A, um, and it works with Google Home Assistant. And I didn't press anything that time. <laughs> <laughs> Phantom button presses. Well, I mean, he did open the cabinet. Um, all right, turn off. The, the, the hutch in the ceiling. Yes. <laughs> My new house has a random ass hutch in the ceiling that we had to beg Rachel to let us ghost hunt up into it. It just turns out that's where the air conditioning is because that was actually really well designed. Uh, but yeah, uh, the Logic Harmony remote, like, I'm sure I will find my remotes, but I definitely have not been able to find them yet, and we've been kicking ass on unpacking, unpacking boxes. Um, yeah, I don't know where it's at. I know they're around here somewhere, but I've, I've wanted an excuse to buy a Logic. I've wanted an excuse to buy a Harmony for a while, and it's my excuse. And it always goes on sale. Yeah, and this one was, it was 50 at geek-io.net slash Amazon. Nice. So I can't, I can't argue. Mm-hmm. Why go? Why is there a box there now? I don't want that box there. There's that box gone. Okay. <laughs> um, and also, 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 I'm not gonna get too much into this one, but Blizzard gave me a code for Battle of Azeroth for World Yay. of War. So as much as I love being on their press list and getting copies of games, God damn, when I was out. <laughs> Ooh, can I take a segue from that? Sure, absolutely. Raul, you're next. Okay. So, yeah. Lord! So, this last Wednesday, I was playing... Now, <laughs> I'm not going to try and do a WoW segue and then just completely do something different. So, I started up WoW. Yeah, because we're going to be doing it on Sunday. 
Yes. The whole thing is that I just renewed my subscription. I'm probably not going to pick up Battle for Azeroth until a little bit later. That's fine. But I can do rep rep grind with you, CJ. Uh, Yeah. Grind that I need because that's a level 110 area. No, I have a level 110. But I, 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 I. I, I I got maxed out back in 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 Legion. I don't know if you can access the area though. I think. Oh okay. Oh okay. Okay. Well, we can find. You can find out. Yes. Yeah, we can find out Saturday or for Sunday. So gamer geeks is Sunday, bro. Yes. I like how you guys but, were yelling at me for suggesting we stream WoW, and now look at us. Uh, yeah. Oh, and on another note about WoW, uh, starting fresh with a friend of mine. Yeah. Level one. Oh, oh, that. What are you? That what, are you guys, what are you guys playing? Uh, we are Drenai. I am a Drenai monk, and are you on Misha? No, no, no that's my yeah. That that's my main. Oh, okay. That's why I have uh, alliance characters. I feel. And good. my friend is playing a uh, shaman. 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 Okay. And yeah, it, it's great playing with, with people. It's great playing with someone. Yeah, I, I never got bit by the WoW bug. Like, I tried playing it uh, back with back in the day when I was still living up in Ohio with uh, Carrie and our now roommate. And one, the computer I was on was so shit-tastic that I couldn't actually go anywhere even remotely populated because it would just lag to a crawl. I think that's what killed it right there, is that and you had an unplayable game. You were playing on a fucking Dell. Secondly, not sponsored, play sponsors. It just wasn't fun playing solo. We hate you until you, until you pay us, and then we'll love you. Yeah. The, the thing is, is that as soon as my guilt starts falling off, like towards the end of an expansion, it kind of just, like, uh, there's no point in me paying $15. I'm just going to jump in and play by myself. Yeah, when there, there, there are there are other games out now. This is not like when it came out 15 years ago now, where wow, there was WoW and there was like EverQuest, but you know, LOO EverQuest. Yeah, but um, but yeah, it's like there's other games, and some of them are actually free to play, like War uh, Warframe, Neverwinter, which is I'm I'm constantly like I'm I'm right now I'm playing uh, I'm playing a monk right now at this very moment trying to see if this is what i want to play uh but like i'm trying to i'm trying to jam on my left click button like why am i attacking so slow oh yeah yeah that's right um and then um yesterday i had liquid handicap yeah you did with uh dead cells so much liquid handicap okay it wasn't that much it was only like 10 drinks no yeah. it wasn't but I've, I've i've watched a bit of dead cells on my own time i don't know if I'm ever going to pick it up myself. But oh my god, the controls are so good. It's such a great game, and it's not one of those games that, as you... It's not even like Dark Souls. Like, it's... it's it is more so difficult in its length. Than, I mean, it's 20XX, but, you know, with... It's a marathon start to finish is the thing. Yeah. With actual speedrunning gates, I noticed that. Yeah, but I mean, it, so it's not like it's not super difficult or anything like that. It's it's just it's really great. Like that game is man amazing, and the weapons are actually fun. 
Yes. But you kept breaking my heart with that. You I'm had sorry. That sweet combo on your L2 R2, but you kept using your square triangle weapons. It's like Raul. I'm sorry. I was saving them for later, but I got to remember they're on they're cooldown just, and yeah, they're, they're not. They're just I, on cooldowns. They don't run on ammo. You can't use them up. Oh man, and that it the controls. I would say they're like at Super Meat Boy levels of control. Yeah, they are the most tight controls that I've experienced in a long time. Like, it, it is very easy to precision platform in that. And if I, if I had to give one, ex, one ding to 20XX, is that the controls aren't, like, as great as they could be. They're a little too floaty when they don't need to be. Exactly. And Dead Cells, like, if Dead Cells has those controls down. Yeah, shit. Fuck. I mean, are you okay? Isn't, um, isn't yes. battle step staple games like only like three dudes? Probably. It wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, they they, they are they are amazing, and it's out for Switch now, and I kind of want to buy it again on the Switch. Uh, oh, talking about the Switch. Buy, unlike buying like Diablo three for six times, like at least I'm giving money to an independent developer. Oh also, that really God. says something about the Switch, that a game comes out on it, and you're instantly, well, I want it on Switch. Yeah, like, I would not have bought Skyrim again if it wasn't on the Switch. Like, the Switch is, it's, what kind, of my, it's kind of my dream console. Like, especially once Smash comes out on it, like, it, it, it's kind of my dream console. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, it's just like, oh, can we get this on the Switch? No, and then I didn't want to play it. Yeah, actually, <laughs> like, when it's a console game, like, I bought Mega Man X on the Switch as opposed to the PlayStation 4, like... Yeah, when we when we bought Iconoclasts, we specifically looked for it on the Switch first. And I think it's on the Switch now, right? I don't know. No, it wasn't when Josh and I got, got it. Not last I checked anyways. I know it's on Steam now, but... Okay, it might have been there that I saw it. Uh, speaking of uh, games, uh, Josh, what have you been up to? Buying another game for the fourth or fifth time at this point. I bought it for you this time, and it was my first time buying it. Okay, I get to pass, I suppose. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> Yeah, but they they released Okami HD on the Switch. Yeah, they did. And unfortunately, as hardcore Japanophiles as Carrie and I are, it was one of those things that we had to buy because it's such a fucking good game and the graphics still hold up. It's damn near perfect. Like, that game is... Damn near perfect with one small caveat. I don't know if, again, it's a, a positioning kind of thing or whatnot, but sometimes the controls just fight you. Yeah. Um, I, I was playing it this afternoon, actually, after I got off work. And because it's a Switch game, you have the option to use motion controls for the Celestial Brush. No. Controls. <sighs> it feels real good sometimes, and then other times you draw a razor straight line across an enemy and it doesn't power slash. Oh no. Other times you'll be, you know, running around one of the beautiful landscapes that the game is known for. 
straightforward, and then Ami will just decide, I'm going to go this way now. Or, you know what, I'm just going to stop accepting input and stop. And it's like, guys, are you, are, are you okay in there? <laughs> is, is, is there something, I mean, is, is, this, is this the line where it's, it's one re-release too many? Yeah, like originally I thought it was because when I first started playing it, my Joy-Con batteries were low and I played them till depletion and I thought that's what was causing it. But then we put on fresh Joy-Cons and the same thing kept happening. Oof. So I, I don't know if it's just specifically a Joy-Con motion control issue. I'm probably going to give it a shot tomorrow with uh, Pro Controller and see how it does. Uh, probably the one... Probably the one control style I'm never going to use is the option to d use touchscreen controls. That would be fun, like for well, a once play. If if you're a fan of using your Switch undocked as in the portable mode, it's probably great. But I've never really, like, especially with a game like Okami, I want it on my big screen with the surround sound so I can get the visuals and get that gorgeous music. Yeah, especially because we share our Switch, it tends to stay a home console. Yeah. Like, we'll I, take it with us on trips, but I won't take the Switch to work because that deprives him of the ability to play it when I'm not there. Yeah, and like, I, I, love, I love playing my Switch like everywhere. <laughs> uh, d d definitely one thing it does have going for it. Holy crap, did this release cut the load times. Yay. Like, th load screens are like that. It's amazing, especially coming from someone who played Okami when it first came out on the PlayStation 2. Yeah, that God, I missed the PlayStation 2. Where the load times would take minutes sometimes. I mean, it was worth it because it's still Wait, a fantastic was game. Was it Okami on the GameCube? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure PlayStation 2 was its first release. It might have gotten re-released on like the GameCube or the Wii. I, it, I I'm pretty I sure it for the Wii. It 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 did get. Re I think it was the first time they did the HD release. It was PlayStation Three and Wii. Because motion controls. Yeah. But you can waggle your Wii mote. Yeah. Waggle, waggle that celestial brush. Waggle. But yeah, it's it's still fantastic. Waggle, 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 waggle. Like, I, I still love the game. It's still fantastic. It's still funny. It's still beautiful. It's st still worth the money, unfortunately. <laughs> Why do you make me make us buy this game again? As CJ just gets done talking about <laughs> Mega Man <laughs> X Collection. But at least that has some nice little Easter eggs in it, like potential teasers to new Mega Man X games. I freaking played uh, Challenge Mode and dear God. <laughs> oh, like, I I've seen some people in the Mega Man community talking about that, having like legit competitive play, like speed run legs on it. Uh, it well, they, the cool thing is they actually time you for it. And like, but it's, it is full gauntlet like you just go you pick three weapons when you, yeah, start you pick three weapons and you run with it yeah and that's that, that's kind of awesome um as for the rest of the week i've mostly been working a lot it was another one of those fantastic weeks where it's five days straight 
and now I get my two days off, which is great because I really need to get myself prepared for a uh, a recording this weekend. Yeah. Like Wait, uh, we're, something. We're recording this weekend. Yeah. Oh. RTFS Raul. Uh, all right. I gotta make some plans. I I, I gotta change some things. Gotta kill a man. I can't uh, tell if he's being serious, and if he is, how pissed should I be? I'm not being on, serious. On the, on the bright side, I've done something I haven't done in a very long time. Fuck, we're getting another 60-hour uh, boss battle. Well, no, I was going to say I, I picked up my sketch pad and a pencil. Oh, that too, yes. <laughs> and I've been working on a little something. A boy who is uh, very near and dear to some of the players and viewers' hearts. It's Optimus Remy. It's it's not perfect. I'm I may wind up tweaking the face a little more, but yeah, it's 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 your boy, the War Machine. He is not a gun. Rody. Yes. <laughs> That's totally what I was referencing. No, he said War Machine, and I said Rody. But yeah, it's it, it's it's a Remy sketch primarily because a certain viewer who is near and dear to all of our hearts because he's an adorable little goober uh, mentioned something about making a thing and needing to know what a Remy looks like, and so I drew a Remy. Yay! And you did a good job drawing a Remy. Yes, you did. I hate myself so. I'm always going to politely shoot you down. But we will always love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've come to the point where I have to love myself, so yes, Josh, I love you. <laughs> and Coop begins blowing up the fucking Discord because I showed the sketch on camera. <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> oh, yep. Hi, hi Coop. <laughs> we love you, Coop. Never change. You know you can comment in the chat, too. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, that's a about it for me for this week, which uh, brings us down to people that love me. Harry. So I picked up a uh, um, a game also on the Switch called Crypt of the Necrodancer. Yeah. Um, I saw our friend Maz playing it while he was visiting the states, and I wanted to play it because even though I don't usually like. Roguelike isn't my favorite genre, but I fucking love rhythm games. Like, I was obsessed with DDR back in the day. Um, so I picked it up. The music is amazing. Um, all of the music tracks are puns, by the way. Like, the lobby level is named Rhythm Mortis, and it's fantastic. Um, and I'm really bad at it still. Like, I'm really good at the rhythm part. I hardly ever miss a beat because marching band veteran, go figure. Um, but I'm kind of bad at the actual fighting shit part still. So I keep getting to the first boss and dying repeatedly, but that's why it's a roguelike. So I can just keep doing it over and over again and hopefully get better. I also got a present. Um, Taco Lady, one of our friends of the network, and I like this webcomic a lot called Scandinavia and the World. It's super cute, it's super funny, and it is actually kind of educational to other cultures and current events. And they released a card game called Scandinavia and the World, A Heap of Trouble. Yay! And she got it for me for Christmas, and it just now arrived because they had issues with their printers. 
Oh, and um, but it is here now, and I'm looking forward to playing it, and I'm really excited. And it also came with a sad bear. That's so focus. Focus. Thank you, my love. It's not going to focus. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, just trying to, to work on some art stuff of my own. Nothing I can show on stream yet, but getting there. And looking forward. Oh, I helped CJ move. Yeah. I drove a car back and forth a bunch of times, and that's about it, because I can't actually lift anything. You lifted. I lifted things that weighed nothing. Yes, but you lifted. Um, you discovered something. Yes. Um, I, what? You said that I'm not saying. And you also have a waffle. Oh, hello. And, and Rhino comes out of the, the corner. Waffle! To say hello. And yeah, so that's been my week. It's been pretty chill, but I suck at roguelikes, but I'm having fun anyway. And that's what games are for, is having fun. Yes. Yes. The game is amazing. Except you, except when you're playing Dark Souls or Bloodborne. Yeah, and that's why I don't play those games, and instead I watch other people play them. Um, which, by the way, I specifically got Crypt of the Necro Dancer on the Switch just in case you decide that you need to have your revenge on me for throwing pennies in your face, Raul. <laughs> I need a, I need to restart a Bloodborne game. Wait, what was I playing when you? Oh yeah, Dead Cells. I um. I love Bloodborne. Like, it, it it is, it is so much enjoyable, like entertainment. But not in the skies. No. And so yeah, uh, really looking forward to Saturday, where we will finally have our next Manipool recording. Yeah. Yes. Hello. My name is Dale, and, and I'm working. I can't be on the show because I'm working today. Yeah, he, Dale is super busy. T to be fair, the man is living his dreams. We can't really uh, fault that. Well, they also give him um, wh what is widely considered to be the intern schedule of shit hours, shit, like, long-ass time. Like, Well, yeah, he's the low man on the totem pole. He's... Yeah. The low man is always going to get the shit hours. That's unfortunately just how it works. Oh yeah, um, we have a saying at work: we're not even on the totem pole. We're 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 the dirt that holds the totem pole up. Yeah. So I mean, he, we we love Dale. I'm probably going to be seeing him next weekend when we go out to Disney. Um, but yeah, he's super busy with everything. But hey, the the price to the price to do something that you want to do. Indeed. All right, I should stop eating a waffle. Mm, waffle. And start doing an outro. <laughs> Maybe. <clears throat> All right, waffle in my throat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Greatly appreciate it. If you want to listen to us live, you can do so Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, Fridays at 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, twitch.tv slash geek.io show. If you want to get a hold of us, you can do so. Show at geek-io.net and we'll read it on the air. 
like we did with Coop's email last year for my birthday. Uh, all the social medias, which are really hopping lately, slash Geekio Show, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all those good things. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so. 727-489-4335. That is 727. Why is my head like 727-489-GEEK. Uh, if you want to chat with us after we go off the air, we are all on the Discord. Join the fun and festivities when we are not on the air or when we are, as Coop discovered, at geek-io.net slash Discord. And remember, you can support this show and everything that we do on the Geek.io network by heading over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Uh, if you want us to do more DragonCon things next year, uh, be real nice to get paid for them. Be real fantastic to get paid for them. Uh, but while you're there, you get a master feed of all our shows. You get you will eventually get Discord uh, only rooms. As soon as we get Discord to cooperate with us. Not sure exactly why it's not working, but it's not working right now. Ask ask Patreon. I did. Um, I have a ticket in for them. I, I'm telling them to ask Patreon. Oh, yes. All right. And also, again, DragonCon is 13 days away. Um, and we're, we're not doing that because we don't like DragonCon. It's just that... Oh, yeah. There's always that period before a con where it's mandatory to throw your arms in the air, flail them like an insane person, and scream while running around in circles like your house is on fire and you're a sim. Wacky arm-waving inflatable tube guy. Yeah, That's like that. my anxiety, like the anxiety I get before a con is like insane and then as soon as i'm like sitting at the airport i'm going there's nothing stopping me it just starts to like slowly start it's like anxiety and then the closer i get it goes down though this year i'm traveling with someone so that's gonna be interesting yeah yeah to feel it's, like... an, it's an adventure which we'll be leaving here at like three in the morning so yay I am trying to see when that thing that I posted on Facebook is coming out and if it's out and if we can do that next week or not. Uh, well, if it's not out yet, then uh, stay tuned to our Facebook page and keep yeah. an eye on that. It's facebook.com slash show where the lovely Rhino will be sure and let you know what we're going to be doing next week. Yes, indeed. Uh, I'd really like to do a random review of this. I don't know when it comes out, though. When does it come out? I don't know. Oh, oh so yeah. And, are and are, are we talking about that thing I was super hyped for? September 7th. Fuck. Yeah, oh. September 7th, unfortunately. So after Dragon Con. Yes. We might do that on our uh, wind down from Dragon Con episode. Oh. I mean, that looks like a perfectly comfy way to wind down from a convention. Right? It really does. Uh, we're talking about the movie Next Gen coming to Netflix, and it looks super normal. Uh, but yes, tune into our Facebook and stuff, and we will be updating you guys through the week of what we are doing next week. Uh, and then, man, I'm tired. I'm going to press this button right here. Nope, that button. There we go. The Summer Movie Smackdown Update. Oh, uh, yeah. Week number 17, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, ending their week this week, uh, the spy who gave me $13 in a taco 
And Christopher Depression for Charles. I need to see Christopher Robin again because I, I didn't love it. Uh, and you're entering your second week. Two movies that also made $12 in a taco, The Meg and Dog Days. At least The Meg looks fun. But but cute dog movies. It, but it, it didn't make me any money? No, it didn't. It, it made nothing. I'm sorry. Uh, it's all right. Just got to stay in last place while you come from behind for victory. Whoa. Wink. Uh, <laughs> no, that'll be Dale because... The, mo- the number one movie of the summer is coming out this week. Crazy. crazy Rich Asians with its 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. There we go. Crazy Rich Asians. That's the bathroom filter again, CJ. I don't want that one. How about that one? Crazy Rich Asians. Sounds like you're in Sunday, the middle. Sunday. You sound like you're in the metal restroom. Yeah, that, that, well, that one's the wrestling cage. Yeah, this filter. is the one where I go, in this corner, weighing 4,362 pounds, he is over 500 years old, he is a metal man of destruction, Remy! And in this corner, a field mouse. All right. <laughs> the mouse climbs onto Remy's shoulder and snuggles him. They both win. As does the audience. Um... All right, and nothing has changed. Nothing will change. Numbers will change, but nothing else will change. Carrie, Charles, Roe, me, Dale, Josh. <laughs> Comfy CJ sandwich, Dale sits between. He is the meat in the CJ Josh sandwich. I'm and, sure he's thrilled. And that's where everything will remain. In three weeks' time, or in two weeks' time, we're talking about this at Dragon Con. This is exactly where everything is going to be. Like I said, the numbers will go up a little bit for a couple people, but this is this is this is our finals. So it'll be fun. Charles be like, ah, I'm gonna win, and Carol will be like, no, and I'm gonna be like, get off my stage. And I'll be like, what am I, What are you talking about? It's my stage. I'm like, God damn it. This is my stage now. I'm gonna eat a waffle while Josh does things. Oh right, that's nobody else watches Kevin right here. Nobody would get that reference. Oh well. Uh, so yeah, this week on the Geekio Network, uh, on Gamer Geeks, we had Raul and our dear Mr. President Delbert uh, dealing with some uh, some blood plagues and a real uh, real state of decay. The second one at that game's so fun. Couldn't tell you the first thing about it. So uh, yeah, watch the VOD and uh, find out for yourself. It's a survival game. It's not even survival horror, but it never takes itself super serious. It tries, like, just when you start to think it tries to take itself seriously, you do stupid, weird things, and it's amazing. Gotcha. All right. Uh, speaking of amazing, we had the, uh, the, the last marathon run of the Anime Otaku show this week. Getting back to our, uh, our usual regularly scheduled programs, even though some of the regularly scheduled programs are ending sooner than others. Wait, which one? Uh, Planet Width is only 12 episodes, so. Oh. Damn. Yeah, we're, we're already halfway through it. Jeez. And yet somehow only halfway through it. By the way, y'all fucking sleeping on Planet Width, as Justin says. Yeah, seriously, that sounds real fucking good. But uh, yeah, we're catching up with My Hero Academia, which is still as amazing as it always is. It's delicious the, when, you dip it in, uh, when you dip it in chocolate. It's awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, it's macadamias. Eh, close enough. Uh, we had Cells at Work, which uh, goes from ridiculously super adorable even for Cells at Work to kind of serious with the stuff that they're dealing with. Uh, yeah. So overall, we had character arcs, subverted tropes, the Iron Geta of Justice, and more. It's good times. Had a lot of fun. And As, uh, Yeah. As previously mentioned, we had uh, Dead Cells this week with Liquid Handicap and Raul. He didn't get as blasted as he usually does, which is a nice change of pace. If he but did of course, a normal length show, he probably would have. In, in classic Raul fashion, he still did terribly and had me screaming at the camera, even though he couldn't hear me. I am glad to be of uh, a source of frustration for you, Josh. <laughs> My job is here. It's done. (laughs) The feeling is mutual. (laughs) I'll see you Saturday. I was waiting for your headphone cord to snag. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, this week on the Metapool, we had Dark Passageways and The Loss of a Friend. Makes the most recent leg of our groups in underground adventures far from a flight of fancy. Breaking points are rapidly approaching. This week on the Metapool. Fuck stairs! <laughs> Somebody else do the bit where I told Carrie to embarrass herself because my mouth was full. And this is the part of the show where my beautiful and wonderful fiance is forced by our dark overlord to read terrible things on the internet for the public audience. Oh, well, which, which she put in. Again, forced by our terrible overlords who isn't even paying us. Somebody said help. Or send, you know, Twitch subs and bits. Send waffles. Yeah. Uh, so we have, oh, M-Beam, you changed the sort by votes and it makes me so, so happy. Excellent design choice there. We have, hello, person, uh, a little too close to Cleveland for comfort. Speaking of crabs, Hotlanta, this isn't a schedule, it's a guideline. Geek Mardi Gras. Fucking Slenderman, Axe Body Spray is not a shower, Xbox Betrayal, and Stop Beating a Waffle. No. I want to say Axe Body Spray. Well, you can vote on them at showbot.tv. Now as it ever shall be. No. Axe Body Spray is not not a shower. Dino, Tuts, definitely Waffles. I'll stop because mainly because it's dead. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Mercy thought to save lives. <laughs> I mean, not wrong. Wrong. Lord have mercy. All right, guys. Thank <laughs> you. He did. It was fun. Yeah. Bye. Guys, we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, my name is Water Buffalo, and I hope you've enjoyed this VK Media Network production. Copyright 2018, you see how that works? Don't fuck around with Nightbot, he don't fuck around with you. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this (laughs) program. He is the knight, and the knight is vicious.